Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. I'm recording, so... Yeah, well, I've been recording, all right? Listen, I respect the energy that you're bringing into the space, but also it's Scorpio season, so fuck off. Listen. What? <laughs> Live, no, tell me, coward. <laughs> I'm too powerful. I am, yeah, it's fuck, I can't pick a fight with you, Scorpio <laughs> Maybe this is the thing. Maybe I come into Scorpio season, like, too prideful for someone that isn't, was not born during this time. And so that is Mother Nature just being like, oh, here's that nice piece of ice for you to just absolutely bust ass on. Right. Yeah. You are coming in so hot. It's like you're asking to get (laughs) cursed. That's my whole... Asking to get cursed is going to be the title of my memoir, so... (laughs) (laughs) Tam, 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 tam. I've already taken it. I've already bought everything associated, so stop, everyone. Yeah, don't even try. (sighs) Well, welcome to Into the Twilight. Hello. An in-depth discovery of astrology. Yes. Celebrities. Full stop. <laughs> celebrities who we have, well, that, uh, celebrities we have made relevant over the past three yes. years of this show. You're welcome. They weren't famous before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and also we talk about toxic masculinity, so. hey All I want is someone, and I know I've been asking for this for three years, but all I want is someone to compile all of the things you say at the beginning of, like, what the show is about. <laughs> Right. Our, our fun little intro. Make our new sizzle reel, please, and thank you. Thank you. Cody, how the hell are you? I'm good, man. Oh, I'm proud. I mean, congrats. Thank you. I love that. Thank you. Um, Chicago's still on fire. And on strike. Not literally. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Still on strike. <laughs> By the time this episode comes out, probably still will be on strike. Um, so that's cool, I guess. <laughs> I love, I love when education is just, like, not respected in our country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's going, you know, it, they're going. Yeah, I mean, fuck. I don't, I wish they didn't have to, but I do love a good strike. Sure, 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 sure. Like, hey, they're not getting paid, and these days will not be made up, so they won't see that money. Um, so that sucks, and also the kids, you know, not going I mean, to school. Fuck um, them kids. But <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the through line here. Just actually, fuck them. In the most respectful and like earnest way, as someone who right. teaches, fuck them kids. <laughs> as someone who cares so much about the kids and their futures, fuck them kids. When I'm off the clock, baby, fuck them kids. You know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so God. that's uh, how it's been over here. How are y'all doing? And by y'all, I mean you specifically. <laughs> and also my altar, apparently. Um, <laughs> it's you okay. and your many forms. It's okay. You can address me as a plural being, as a Gemini, that right. feels <laughs> <Exactly>. appropriate. <laughs> representation is important. <laughs> if nothing else, the thing you should get out of this podcast is that representation is important. <laughs> god um i'm fine i'm like yeah dying inside a little bit i have been my stomach has been going through an experience the past couple days (laughs) and the only way that i can properly describe it is like i am so worn down like bella pregnant and breaking dawn worn down that i feel like the (laughs) only solve is just me having a cup of blood and just like really getting myself back together Good lord. I just want to do the, like, (laughs) it tastes good moment in my life. For once, I want something to taste as good. There's 
so much to unpack there that I am not qualified <laughs> to even <laughs> start. I don't know if anyone else is qualified other than you, actually. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's my horrible curse that I have. Yeah. Um, but I think we need to get one of those little calendars that's like zero days since the last time Allie brought up a weird problem with her body. <laughs> that it would always be at zero days. <laughs> always. A hundred percent. There hasn't been an episode in months, I don't think, that we haven't <laughs> some weird, beautiful, fantastical problem with your organs or your bones or your skin I mean, or anything. You know what? That's fine. That's just me being my honest and true self here. And yeah, that's no, okay. this is a vulnerable space, and it's accepting of, of who you are. Who else could I talk to and be like, you know what I need right now is just a cup of, a styrofoam cup full of blood in a straw, please. You don't really get me going. <laughs> in the most, like, non-blood drinking way, as someone who cannot look at blood, I think I just need a cup of blood right now. <laughs> you would definitely drink it out of those, like, fun... Those fun straws that like twirl around. Oh and, my like, god! Say fun words. Or yes, something. I was literally just thinking of that. Yes, that's exactly how wow. I would consume it. Well, because I couldn't. Synergy. I mean, we've talked about this before, right? Like of like the fridge full of blood, and I couldn't yeah. do that. So you would have to hide it for me, but also make it fun. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> I need it, but I don't want to think about it. So <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's all I yeah. need to say actually so thank you so much for listening Great. to the podcast <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and we're done goodbye <laughs> no we have so much news actually it's fucking stacked this week y'all we have a murder of news we have a gaggle <laughs> of news <laughs> what are those other what is what are the other ones a rat pack oh. of news I don't know <laughs> a rat pack of news <laughs> is so good oh my god Truly, when I'm tired is when the genius comes out, I think. <laughs> we're, we're in that galaxy brain state of mind right now. When are we not in galaxy loopy. brain? <laughs> <laughs> How is the show not created okay. off of galaxy brain energy? Yeah, you're right. You're right. <sighs> okay. Anyway, we got a fucking rat pack of news. To That's pack true. <laughs> um, starting off with Robert Pattinson, who does not like to be called our Pats. Yeah, Even though I may sorry. have fucked up and put it in the notes that way, so sorry. Um, Cody, you did a majority of these <laughs> this hunting and gathering today. <laughs> um, sleuthing. Can you bring us into the Robert Pattinson corner? God, it's been a fucking week for this boy. Um, He's which, so I mean, is deserved because his movie is coming out this week yeah. nationwide. Which is very exciting. Um, I can't wait to see. So it. he's, people are talking about our boy. Finally, the press are talking about our boy, um, and in very delightful ways, I might add, <laughs> because this this man is so cursed. <laughs> this, this man is so off the wall. He has a lot and of he dark d- energy. Right, a lot of chaotic dark energy, and of course. He should be represented that way, and I think it's just that he has been <laughs> done so. Yeah. Um, one of which is a is a piece we'll get to later, um, which is just all of his meme moments. I can't wait. Which are very good, um, and produced, and I guess regurgitated a lot of great photos of this man that we have since forgotten about, um, especially this one of him with a smoothie <laughs> or with the coffee or something. Yes. And just making... A beautiful face. And I can't tell if he got, like, an accidental boba in his smoothie, and that's why he's doing the, like, middle of spitting it out face, or yeah. if he's doing the, like, Italian stereotype of, or, like, even, like, they do it with Chicago, too, of, like, hey, like, he's doing yeah. that thing with his hands. Yeah, he's like, I'm walking here. <laughs> My fucking smoothie. <laughs> yeah, it looks... Like, he is trying to, like, give manifest a Heimlich. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he is... But not do any of the physicalities with his arms. True. Just in his brain. Just in his brain. He also looks like a a parent bird, like, regurgitating meal yes. for baby yeah, birds. Yeah, like, he will just spit 
into a, a tiny bird's mouth. <laughs> um, there's also a great one of him holding a dog. I didn't know he had a dog, which I feel like, what is my job here for? Yeah, we definitely fucked up. But this dog is holding a tennis ball in his mouth. And Robert is just like, carry him from the stomach, like the chest. (laughs) And I've never related to anything more than this dog in this moment. (laughs) Both the dog and Robert are both hacking in these photos. (laughs) Yeah, they are both done with it. And it's beautiful and poetic and an allegory for something. Yeah. Um, I feel like that dog sometimes after we record of Chris just being like, okay, can you, I'm going to take you away. (laughs) I got to get you out of here. We need to do anything else other than this. Yeah. Oh, my God. (sighs) And finally, the most tweeted thing this week, I feel like. Bringing back a five-year-old ad. Dude, yeah, that's, I was like, did y'all forget about this? And I guess we need a reminder, sure. I never um, forgot. <laughs> but Robert Pattinson, back in the day, in like, what, 2014, 2015, some shit, did an ad for Dior, in which he's just, like, making out with a lady in an elevator. It's fucking hot. It's, listen, it's powerful. Pretty sexy. It's pretty powerful. People were um, thirsting all over. And, and yeah, it's just hot the whole time. <laughs> um, and it's just Fifty Shades. That's what it is. It is. Just people fucking in the elevator. Always these horny for elevators. Just I'll never get it. E.L. James get and it. the entire Hallmark department making holiday movies. Right. All horny for elevators. <sighs> like, I've never not felt stressed in an elevator. Agreed. Every time I take an so, elevator, like, I, I'm just like, I could never don't be horny in an elevator. No. Mm-mm. That's not how Maslow's works, actually. My basic <laughs> yeah. needs are never met in an elevator. There's no way no. I could get to horny. <laughs> yeah, no way. Um, my favorite was the person <laughs> who tweeted the rats. Oh. <laughs> it was like Robert yeah. Pattinson for Dior. <laughs> Two rats like licking each other and switch. It's so fucking funny. It's so good. Ugh. If you watch anything this week on the internet, watch that video. It's like two seconds. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. It gave me 50 years of my life back. Truly. Oh my God. Speaking of that, though, we need to talk about our pets because. Sorry, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Can you use his Christian name, please? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not respecting his fucking name. Um, Jesus. My homeboy in the sky. Um, let's... So, our Robert Pattinson... Our person. <laughs> I'm breaking down. You try to say it. <laughs> it's like... Although, oh, God, it's like in classic exorcism movies where the person can't get touched with a fucking, what are those things called? The stick? Oh, cross. Uh, <laughs> the stick. <laughs> I'm going to piss my pants. People pay for this. We do this for money. And I don't know why. (laughs) You've all made a terrible mistake. (laughs) I'm literally in the process of teaching my kids about Catholicism right now. And I'll be like, oh, yes, as you can see on the top of this cathedral, the stick. (laughs) You know. Oh my god. Jesus. Okay, anyways, I can't hey, say Robert at least Pattinson's this name. should be inspiration to everyone listening that anyone can make a podcast. <laughs> and also anyone can be a teacher fucking apparently. <laughs> you can chase your dreams because we're doing it against all odds. Both obstacles that the world puts against us and also obstacles we make ourselves apparently. More importantly, <laughs> our own idiocy. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Anyway. Wow. Robert Pattinson <laughs> yes. is in the process of getting yoked for Batman. And I've never, I, 
I just, <laughs> I don't know how to <laughs> operate, I guess. Yeah, it's like that picture, that meme where it's like that cat that's heavy breathing. That's you. <laughs> Me, always. <laughs> oh my fuck. Okay, so speaking of stuff that is just like brought me to tears can you talk about this fantastic twitter user that sent us twilight stuff just like can we take a minute to appreciate (sighs) this beautiful listener um oh what is my phone doing Uh uh-oh that's not great oh just kidding okay (laughs) we're here we're doing it It, i thought it was gonna turn off on me (laughs) like no no okay (sighs) so we got some submissions y'all are very good at sending us very fun things from your past and i appreciate your it little so much fun twilight stuff which we like thrive off of and please send us more of that um because it's very important to us but someone on twitter sent us uh a used copy of twilight on dvd first of all wow to get this like f- fucking film slide <laughs> that if you hold up to the <sighs> light you get the which I didn't know was a thing in the Twilight DVDs. But goddamn. That's poetic. But fuck, yeah. Um, and they also got a book? Yes. Called The Twilight Director's Notebook. The story of how we made the movie based on the novel by Stephanie Meyer. I love it so much. By Catherine Hardwick. <laughs> I want it. I want it It's so badly. Just to give, like, an image of this cover, it's every frame from the Twilight movies <laughs> on the cover. And also some early sketches or whatever. Yes. Some a mess. I hate looking at it. Please tell me about the logs. I want to hear it from your mouth. <sighs> so one of the pages in the book says... I thought maybe Edward could show off his skills by spelling out Bella's name in locks. I that's the only way that I want love expressed. And there's a shitty little drawing (laughs) that's just like sketched out little logs in Bella's name. It just him being like doing the Will Smith pose towards Jada, being like, What up? I made this for you. (laughs) My my wife. It's, like, I've never felt this much serotonin in my body <laughs> until Honestly. I saw this image. Um, but, yeah, that's very important to me. There's also a very cursed a, a watercolor of Edward with, like, long, beautiful hair. Yes. And it, I hate it. I love it, though. But Yeah. Uh, but I yeah. get that. I get that. Right. So thank you for this gift. It's truly powerful, and it's also important, so thank you so much. Um, I recently learned from listening to another podcast this past week what culling means. Uh-huh. And then in my brain, as I was listening to this podcast, all of the pieces started to connect together. And I just wanted to scream at Stephanie Meyer for her making <clears throat> Edward's last name Cullen, when the fact that Cullen is referencing to slaughtering wild animals. And I'm just like, yeah. what the fuck? It's all deeper. It's all it's all connected. <laughs> you in front of a fucking corkboard with string. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> like, it just, look, it's, there's meaning here. <laughs> it just, it frustrates me that she can do stuff like that. But then also write shitty literature. And so it's just like, I don't... <sighs> yeah. It's it's forever confusing to me. <laughs> okay, so the noise you just heard was me inviting Chris in because we have some current events that I know nothing about, but I need support with. So, Chris, hi. Hi. I'm going to pretend Welcome like to I... the space. Welcome to the pod. So the first thing that I, I wanted to ask you about is can you tell me your opinions as a dude on batman uh so batman's pretty cool doesn't have parents punches the riddler generally just ace guy you know sometimes fights the joker like i i consider batman like a pretty pretty wicked dude great well 
Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> good to have an opinion that we never get represented on this show. It's about time. More earnestly, honestly. Batman is a franchise that I think is good, but has also been done so many times at this point that it's become weirdly canonized in a weird way. Like, sure. I find it very funny and potentially a harmful that it's like, oh, yes, the most buzzed about Oscar role of the season is Joaquin Phoenix playing the Joker. Please don't. Yeah. Like, Cody, I, can you bleep that out, I know actually? that I'm, <laughs> I'm speaking some cursed names in this ha- these hallowed halls. All I, want, I, all I want our audience to hear is bleep playing bleep in the bleep. <laughs> um, okay, so when you found out about Paul Dano, you freaked out, and I don't know how the fuck Paul Dano So, <laughs> some... Minor backstory here. Please so, don't. Paul gotcha. Dano is a a character actor of sorts who has risen up throughout the past half decade or so in so films. Me. Yeah, we have something in common. <laughs> I <laughs> would describe him as Michael Sarah, but he can act and he looks like he has a heroin addiction. Damn. But he sure. just has this yeah. very perfect air of, like, sniveling nerd who has that right amount of confidence that really does fit in with the casting of the Riddler. And quite literally three years ago, I called this of, like, I don't even remember what I saw Paul Dano in, but I was like, that motherfucker's going to play the Riddler at some point. And yeah, so damn. upon seeing that tweet, I was like, the prophecy has come true. I'm oh the God. smartest man in Hollywood. All right, all right, all right. Okay. <laughs> Bow down to your new king. Wow. I'm oh, so glad honestly, this... such an honor to have Mr. It's, Hollywood it's on the podcast. It's just very vindicating. <laughs> Cody, just fucking Mr. Hollywood. <laughs> okay, uh, last thing. Cody, as I mentioned before when we started recording, I we tried to watch Wounds this weekend. Because yeah. um, I was like, it's Dakota Johnson. Perfect. My family. Um, <laughs> but I... Chris, did you say I tapped out about 30 minutes in? I You tapped out at pretty much exactly 30 minutes in, and that truly was the right choice. Uh, Wounds, a movie that has been, I think, in production for about a year, published by Annapurna, and just this week was kind of dumped onto Hulu very unceremoniously, mm-hmm. so you know it's tasty, tasty quality. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there were a lot of bugs in it, which I it's did a, not know and hated. It's a bug-heavy movie, as it turns out. <laughs> It's a movie about Army Hammer, who plays the world's worst bartender and human being. <laughs> and he runs a bar, comes across a cell phone that some rapscallions left behind in his bar, that somehow gets him embroiled into a Swedish murder cult ritual. You do. Listen, I watched this entire movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can recite every plot point. Oh, I wish you don't. I don't think... <laughs> anyone can i don't think the director could really tell you exactly what is happening <laughs> that was pretty clear from but what i, I was will watching. say it does feature a scene of dakota johnson peeing herself okay because oh. she is hypnotized by a weird spiral image she finds on the internet honestly i can relate we've all been there that happens to the best <laughs> of us so <laughs> okay but well. yeah army hammer starts seeing cockroaches everywhere Peels opens a man's face and then sucks out hell demons through the guy's face wounds. Jesus so. Christ, Christopher. So, sure. Can you just yeah. bleep all of that? I think uh, that might get us demonetized. I'm, I'm just, I'm giving you the news you need to know. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, thank you for <clears throat> bringing a perspective to the show that we intentionally try not to honor. It's the, it's, you know, the duty, it's, it's what I'm here to do. I'm here to come on and talk about Joker and just make you... <laughs> uncomfortable yeah great it's been an honor (laughs) thank you um if you could please leave one of our cats in here while i record that would be great okay okay thank you (laughs) oh she wants me to stay on the pod cody has to hear enough of me talking to our cats okay bye (laughs) okay so as i said before it's an awful movie yeah so don't Can't trust wait to watch anything it. he says. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, last things are Casey Corner. Hood. Pew, 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 pew. Where is your toy? <laughs> Can't I just make mouth sounds sometimes if I'm feeling it? Fuck. I mean, not, not now that you've introduced me. I know. I did spend $30 to make this my brand, so I might as well just fucking do it. <laughs> Jesus. Is that good? <laughs> Is that good? 
You asked for it. That's true. I mean, I did ask for it, but Jesus. Yeah. Um, we have a couple of case two news pieces. Could you share them with us, please? Boy, could I. Um, so, case two is gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> yep. But there's a piece from Nikki Swift. <laughs> wow. Yes. Um, which is basically why K Stu didn't like kissing Taylor Lautner in Twilight. Yes. It's basically just K Stu being like, I hated this. That's all I have yeah. to say. Right. Like, please stop asking me about Twilight. <laughs> please stop. And yeah, that's please all stop. we want to do. Um, yeah. And then this last bit with the flowers. And most importantly, Kestu bought herself some sunflowers. And it's so pretty. And we're just walking around town in her cute ass e-boy chains. Oh my god. And baggy <laughs> pants with a fucking bouquet of sunflowers. I love it. The curse thing though is that they do reference her as the Snow White and the Huntsman actress, which is not incorrect. But just don't but, bring it up, though. Yeah, we've all tried to forget. <laughs> I'm doing my absolute best trying to forget right. that. God. Wow, yeah, remember when Hollywood tried to put Chris Hemsworth and Case 2 as, like, some sort of romantic duo? Little did they it's know. It's kind of hot. Listen, no one is no one is arguing <laughs> about whether that movie is yeah. hot or not. It's oh, just that it's sure. not a good movie. <laughs> no, listen, that movie is horny first yes and nothing else <laughs> and that's it <laughs> full stop oh man i don't miss that movie at all but i do like the idea of it yeah okay so we've bullshitted long enough yeah we've tried to make this not be a show where we talk about you the book but yeah we, we got to. we got it we have to um, one could almost say that we are being paid, too. One could say that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and the one would be us. Um, <laughs> so, we have chapters 47 and 48. Hi, Mama! And last time, when we left off, Joe was, like, holding Beck up in a cab, being like, oh, yeah, don't take us to the hospital. Just take us, actually... To my work. Yeah. So if you could if you could describe these chapters in an emotion, what would it be? I mean that also suffices. Thank you. That's my just answer. a really just a really <laughs> heavy, disappointed yeah. breath. Yeah, it's rough. Rough. Usually usually I do the emotion of like, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. But I am mad, and I'm also disappointed. Right. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. Right. I could feel both. Yes. I can, and here I am. As the very well-quoted on this show, John Green, once said, uh, I contain <laughs> multitudes, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> also, if anyone wants us to do a bonus Jonas on the Looking for Alaska show, it's all that I've ever cared about. So, okay. So, chapter 47 uh, is awful. Yeah, comes in a little too hot, I'll say. <laughs> you don't like the first sentence of your chapter to be, you won't be happy when you wake up alone in the cage? Ugh, God. Again, not like, and cage. Yeah. The cage. The, the cage. You know, everyone's got a cage. I the mean, cage. <laughs> the cage on the inside. The cage where you put your girlfriends when they think you're gonna murder them because you're definitely gonna murder them you know that one yeah in the basement of your bookstore where all the fancy books are you know that one maybe he was you just gotta about fucking to, <laughs> i don't know convince her that wwe was about to start maybe maybe it was maybe. that kind of cage right or he's just playing the pitch perfect dvd on loop <laughs> for 40 years <laughs> while his imprisoned girlfriend is in the cage in the basement of the bookstore 
Yes, I agree. I The way he sets this up, too, is chaotic and also disgusting. He's like, I got you a plastic bottle of root beer and some water and some pretzels and some crayons <laughs> for you to draw when you're in your cage imprisoned. Yeah, but Beck, how dare you say that I'm not feeding you or providing right. you entertainment? Yes. Even though I, I leave the Pitch Perfect menu song on for five straight hours. <laughs> yeah, at least play the goddamn movie. You can't put the fucking startup menu. That's that's worse than hell. That, that is, is. Man. I, I made the mistake of not Googling what that was before. Do you think if I just Googled Pitch Perfect, I could figure out what the intro song was? <laughs> <laughs> maybe i'll just try and figure that out while we're working here great i just want to know how bad it is um joe talks so much about pitch perfect in this one lots of comparisons right to the point where just like we think the author dislikes therapy one would have to assume that this author has a very strong personal connection with pitch perfect yes right sure do you think the author was pissed that that reference was deemed totally irrelevant and was not in the series at all? <laughs> probably. Like, she's probably just like, fuck, that was so important. I spent so many thousands of words writing about the significance of Pitch Perfect in this novel. I watched Pitch Perfect for days to get this stuff accurate. Just and to get all, those motifs right. You all can't even bother with the licensing? You plebeians. You respect art, goddammit. Jesus. Um, so, Beck's in the cage. Joe's like, oh, lol, Ethan, don't come in. We had pipes burst. Oh, no. There's definitely not a woman locked in here. <laughs> yeah. Nothing strange <laughs> at all. Also, never come out to the basement. Thank you. Yeah. I know we have, like, backstock or whatever, but don't you dare fucking go downstairs. <laughs> For real. Um, and then he decides to go to Beck's place. And I have a question for you. Yeah. As one, as one book expert to another. Could you help me unpack the part where Joe takes out the trash? And he says that Beck's trash smells, no, sorry, reeks of bananas and womanhood. <sighs> oh. Sorry, what does that mean, Cody? Can you help me? <laughs> I wish. Listen, you're the one with a fucking English degree, all right? So <laughs> don't you fucking come for me. <laughs> I just, I didn't know that the scent of my trash expressed my gender. Right, you know that. <laughs> you know, my apartment, <laughs> my apartment smells a lot like masculine trash some days, so. It's true, yeah. There's always just, like, a whiff of your essence. <laughs> <laughs> Which, oddly enough, does, womanhood does smell like bananas a little bit, if you actually think That's about true. it. That's um, true. They're pretty intrinsically linked, which is why you maybe got confused. Is, is the TED Talk not <laughs> about... <laughs> All the things that we want to delve into, the deep intricacies of Twilight, but instead, instact, yeah, um, <laughs> instact that the that our gender identity is rather just expressed by the smell of fruits, not the okay, look yes. of them, but just the smell. Because Bella, strawberries. Holy shit. Beck, bananas. Okay, so what is Anna? Fuck. Oh my god, there was some- I feel like there was a food that she definitely ate a lot of. I agree. The only one I can In think of is raspberries, but I don't know that that's right. Raspberries could be right. Or that weird ice cream sex Yes. <laughs> or yogurt. Didn't she love yogurt? I don't know. She oh, the tea! The tea! <gasps> oh, shit. Okay. Yes. That- the whisper of tea. The whisper- the- yeah, the amuse-bouche of tea. <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. Our, yeah, we're getting somewhere. Rule three is comedy, baby. We got it. We got, hey, this is so funny. This is all great content. Uh, <laughs> Guys, aren't you enjoying this? Aren't you having a really good time listening to this just comedy a, Just a real quick check-in about two-thirds of the way through the show. How's it going? How do you think? Hey, you guys get... 
You laughing? You having a good time? You enjoying yourself? You uh, stretch recently? Maybe yeah. that might help how funny this is. Yeah. Take that. Maybe you take a sip of water just to, to really think about how funny this is. Just uh, take that kink out of your neck, actually. Yep. Okay. So, I again, just doing a lot of bad things here. Yeah, um, invading personal boundaries. Yep. Well, it's not invited your to girlfriend this in a cage. No, 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 no. And also well, making it her fault that he's doing this and not that he's a bad person. Right. It's like, well, of course. Like, you you went into my my wall and took your things that were now my things. Yep. So I have to go to your home and look through your things. Yeah. And, and I already whole... have been looking through and taking. <laughs> yeah. But now I'm just getting more of them. He's, like, pulling books out of couch cushions and yeah. calling Beck his little piggy which is a Ugh. weird reference for all yeah. of a sudden mm. um there's he's just being a little snoop being a little yeah. scamp yeah little rascal True rascal boy he talks a lot about this flashback where beck made him a sweet potato shaped like a heart okay and was like this isn't this isn't a sweet potato any longer. This is, in fact, my heart, so eat it carefully. And he was like, let's just get Chinese instead. <laughs> yeah, because here's the fucking thing. Beck cooked one sweet potato for the two of them, which, sure, you're on a budget, I get it. But every time I've ever made a sweet potato by myself, I'm like, man, I could fuck up another sweet potato <laughs> yeah. easily. For sure, easily. Oh, Beck. Oh, Beck. Rookie mistake. Truly. Rookie mistake. Also, rookie mistake uh, is just leaving your fucking new MacBook Air on the floor. Yeah. As if your stalker serial killer boyfriend isn't going to find that new computer that he almost just bought for you. So, that's great. great. Good job. Um, <laughs> so, he's looking through... This MacBook Air, which he makes very clear is not just a MacBook, but a MacBook Air. Mm-hmm. Um, it's thinner. It is. Um, you could throw it up in the air like a paper crane. <laughs> and he's drinking the vodka in her freezer. He also sees gin, which is apparently an immediate cue for him. Yeah. Something right. is wrong. What the fuck is happening here? And then You're it, not a classy woman who drinks gin? Nope. Just vodka, right out the bottle. Hell yeah. One might even say, vodka, down the hatch. And then nice. spit it up like, chaboy. <laughs> <laughs> that I always get that vine mixed up with the other one of, like, that boy stealing a beer at their, like, TGI Friday's lunch, and the mom is like, Jared Michael, or whatever the fun <laughs> name was. All right. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Some good vines. Joe fucking opens up this laptop, sees the picture that basically confirms what he's been afraid of this whole time, that Dr. Nikki and Beck are together. He writhes about the fact that they took a selfie, because that is... That's just not like Beck. That's too now. That's too current for her. Um, and then we get into this awful email thread from her new Gmail account of Beckalicious1027. It's so, it's off. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Um. Mm. There, basically, there's like 500 emails that, of course, Joe is going to read like all of them. And he was like, wait a second. So I was paranoid, but I was right. And when I did see Amy Adam, it was like I knew you were with someone else. Because now he's like seeing all these and apparently Nikki has the hat that he wanted that I didn't even remember that they talked about before. (laughs) Like, of course, the titular hat. You remember? Yes. And in a way to end this chapter that definitely won't signal that Joe is going to kill Beck, he emails Lynn and Hannah being like, 
oh, hey, just going to write at a retreat for a couple days. And then he emails Blythe and is like, oh, my God, I got this published in you know where. Going to be away for a couple of days. Ooh. Also, I love the fact that Beck signs off all of her emails with XO Beck. XOB. XOB. Which is worse. Um, and the chapter ends with him also going onto her Twitter account and being like, gonna dip out for a couple of days by. So, alibi covered, at least to his knowledge. The the chapter ending this way really creeped me out because it's like, I know that Joe can do bullshit, but the fact that it took him like two minutes and now all of her alibis are squared away and no one's gonna come looking for her is terrifying. Right. Yeah, and he does it with such ease and smugness. And no remorse. Right. Like, literally yeah. nothing. And Oof. so then we get into chapter 48. Are one of, I'd say, the worst chapters that I've read so far. Who, mama. Um, because Joe decides that the only appropriate thing to do with Beck still in the cage is to give her a test on her feelings about Dr. Nikki. But doing it in the most, like, attempting to be intelligent way possible. It's him living out his fucking god complex fantasies of being this, like, divine figure or whatever that knows all the answers to all the questions. And it's just, like, squeezing it out of Beck for his own satisfaction. Right. It's like, I know all the answers because I know your emails and I know the truth and you fucked Dr. Nikki and we're going to talk about it. But it's just like so snooty and so smarmy and just like up his own ass because he feels so self-righteous about it because he thinks he's in the right, even though he's imprisoning his girlfriend in a cage and making her do fun little dances and quizzes for his amusement. Yeah, a woman he says he loves. Right. <laughs> this is love. This is love. And is attempting so hard to be intelligent that he is asking true false questions, but then gives <laughs> her note cards that don't say true or false. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They know. say yes and no. <laughs> yeah, he always is like, correct her. Like, it's all, none of this lines up ever. No. Fucking <sighs> be better at being a psychopath, please. God. If you want to be, if you want to have this accurate test that you seem so interested in preserving, then right. at least provide the stuff that she needs to help you out. Right. You're really not giving her the answers here. You're not giving her the resources. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> So <laughs> what if I would have loved a scene where she's just like, all right, true or false, and she just looks at her cards and are like, uh, is this a is this a joke? <laughs> <laughs> is, this, I, is this a prank? Um, it is unfortunately not a prank. No, uh, it's bad. Because he's like, and he seems so confident throughout all of this test administration that like she's gonna say what he wants to hear. But, and that'll, of course, also be the truth. Yeah. And not her attempt to get out of this cage and run away. Yeah. So. And this whole time she's like, all right, listen, I get what you're doing here. And it's being far more rational than she has any right to be. Absolutely. Like, it's honestly quite amazing. And she's just like, listen, Joe, I get it. Like... I fucked up, and I cheated on you, and I'm sorry, and that was bad, and I'll never do it again, whatever. And this whole time, she's just trying to be like, listen, it's, like, it's fine. It's, can we just, like, not keep me in a cage? And can we not, like, do a fun little song and dance? Because I'm gonna fucking lose it. Well, and he keeps, like, admonishing her for mm -hmm. what he says is overreacting in the cage. Right. As yeah. if most people would not scream and right. have what he says is like a tantrum right yeah literally a tantrum um whereas in my mind 
Beck just like sighed once and he's like, oh my God, you're making this a whole thing. God, this would be so easy if you just behaved. (laughs) Yeah, all she did once was like sigh and cross her legs. And he's like, okay, you don't need to like try and break the glass, Beck. (laughs) God. (sighs) So all these questions, just basically him in attempting, right, to play God, to share all this information that yeah. she knows she did, and now he knows she did. Um, the thing that I wanted to talk about, though, is I don't... I mean, they didn't go into this in the TV show, I don't think, of him, of Nikki saying all this detail about confessing to his wife, and then Beck being like, lol, no. I don't remember that happening. Do you? Uh... No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Um, but apparently in this, Nikki had, like, talked to his wife about Beck and was like, okay, let's do this thing. You're going to become the stepmom to my kids. And she's like, I don't fuck oh, them may- kids. Maybe. I don't remember it, but I, I, I think believe there, that. I don't know if it was that far, but I think there was, like, some sort of fantasy of them, like, getting away together doing something i'm not sure if it was as intense as like i'm gonna be like mother your kid or whatever but i think any form of like commitment aspect of like her relationship with dr nikki was like a red flag in the series also sure to some extent that makes sense to me and finally she's like all right joe listen i'll say what you want to hear okay i'm a shitty person I'm going to try not to blame it on my dad, but also it's my dad's fault. And and that's why I wanted to fuck my therapist, okay? Fuck. Are you happy? And he's never happy. No. Um, Especially, he gets this, unsurprisingly, like a very sick satisfaction of reading all these emails to her and her being like upset about it. Yeah. Um... And there's a lot of parts where she finally is just like, no, you don't understand. I like new things, which means I like to fuck around, Joseph. Because yeah. mm-hmm. um, apparently, I remember he, he like, read aloud um, the part where she was like, he has nothing going for him anymore or something like that. And right. Joe was just, like, sobbing inside. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> What do you mean? I don't have anything going for me. I have you. I don't understand. Um, So uh, by this point, he's been interrogating for a while. Beck is obviously upset and exhausted and hungry from only eating pretzels. (laughs) And then Joe does, in a very Joe fashion, the weirdest thing possible in this moment, which is going upstairs, getting two copies that of the Da Vinci Code, and bringing them down there for them both to read. Because he wants Romance! Yeah, the only way that you repair from being cheated on is if you both share the experience of reading the Da Vinci Code. Listen, the amount of marriages that Dan Brown has saved, probably more than zero. Probably, (laughs) probably not zero. Probably... Not zero. <laughs> I'm not a mathematician, but probably not zero. <laughs> it's a negative number. <laughs> it's broken marriages. Oh, for sure, Dan Brown has broken marriages. Yes. Oh, my God. I forgot to talk about the mouse in the house thing. Oh, fuck. That apparently Beck is the one that came up with that absurd idea, and Nikki was the one to continue using it. Ugh. Ugh. Of course, Beck. Of course, that is your writing. Of, oh, I've, sorry, I'm I'm not sick and I'm not stressed. I just have a mouse in my house. <laughs> God. Um, but the chapter ends with Beck still in the fucking cage. <sighs> and Joseph just counting down until there's a full moon to sacrifice her, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Yeah, and he's just like... Oh, we made so much progress here because really when you think about it, you're just like me because 
you actually feel love in this cage. You don't feel scared or trapped um, because I've totally been ignoring all of your <laughs> signs and all of your body language and your physical and your actual words and your feelings and emotions. Yep. Um. So like, this is super chill. We'll just like live our life like this. I guess <laughs> <laughs> this is uh this is our home now. Actually, right. It's listen, and everything ship is a little bit non traditional. All right, it's a little non normative. Okay. Oh my god. But, <laughs> but like. It's our, it's our thing, you know, it's, it works for us. Right. Yeah. When, you know, when you're, when you're, when your <laughs> wife is giving you trouble and you just lock her up in your glass cage. Am I right, fellas? Am I right, fellas? Dudes? <laughs> Fuck. You know how it is. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just want someone to take this scene and turn it into one of those like Reddit relationship posts. And it's like, <laughs> am I in the wrong for locking up my girlfriend? You know, it's like, sometimes you feel like a fucking zookeeper, man. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. And your fucking wife is just being rowdy as fuck, dude. She sighed one too many times for me. Disrespectful, man. And all I need to do is go touch books. That's all I ask for in this life is just to touch some books. And she wants to watch the same movie over and over again, <laughs> according to me. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Well, next week, we have chapters 49 and 50. Hell yeah. Except. <gasps> Just kidding. We don't. <laughs> we're going to pause on that for a second. And why is that? We're going to talk about the lighthouse. I'm so excited. Because we're we all will have seen it by then. Yep. And also we're gonna have a special guest to talk about it. A special guest, and it's gonna be fun. So enjoy this little fun sea shanty interlude of this nightmare hell that we're in. Yes, I'm. And I'm also excited. go see the lighthouse so we can all talk about it together. Because it will be out across the country. Yeah, our... and maybe in other places, but who knows? Potentially Oscar-nominated film. Right. Who we don't knows? we don't know yet, but I I believe it based on what everyone is saying about it. So Yeah. I'm looking forward to it nonetheless. Okay. Now, finally, to get to Robert Pattinson's viral moments <sighs> for Thank our Pacherance. Yes. Um, I'm I'm excited for this, so thank you, GQ, for giving us what we asked for. Thank you. Even if I didn't say it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you like <laughs> to start you for manifesting off? it? Yes, I would. Shout out Rachel Gray. Ooh. Ooh. Who's gonna be number eight, Robert Pattinson falling asleep at his own film festival tribute. Okay, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I Yeah. It's a I mood. It's a big mood. There are so many. Okay. Yeah. Shout out right. to Janae Jasper. Ow. Who's going to be yes. number five, Robert Pattinson bores his own stalker. Nice. Just talking about, I, I think this, yeah. So this is the one where he was like, I was so bored and lonely that I just went out with and had dinner with her. <laughs> and I complained <laughs> about everything and uh, she never came And how out. my life sucks. And she <laughs> found out. Shout out Kelly Beck, who's gonna be number four. Oh my god. Robert Pattinson thinks being spit on is pretty great. (laughs) Wow. Thank you so much. I mean, it had to have been FKA Twigs, right? Like, it had to have been, right? Had to. Had to. Yep. I agree. Um,. Okay, shout out to Sophia Salinger. Ow! Who's going to be number nine. Robert Pattinson hates healthy shakes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So important. <laughs> we, I know that we only talked about the first photo in this yeah. Twitter photo set, but the last one really does something <laughs> for yeah. me. It's a real scowl. <laughs> and it's powerful. Just a comic frown. Just a complete, yeah. <laughs> just a complete parentheses of a frown. Right. Yeah. It's an actual emo- emoticon. It's yes. perfect. 
Um, shout out to Aaron Salinger. Woo, 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 woo. Who's going to be number 12, Robert Pattinson on Reddit. Oh, my God. Being chaotic. <laughs> Always. Um, <laughs> uh, some highlights. What's your life like outside of acting? Sucks. <laughs> Do you ever think about joining social media? Only in dark moments. Who the fuck is this man? I don't know. Why is he like this? Because he's an earth sign. I don't know. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Fair enough. <sighs> All right. Um, shout out to... You get to do it, man. You get to do the claps. I, I know. I just, I, I, it's been so long. Um, okay. Shout out to Taylor Brown, Town Lautner. Yeah. Oh, I missed it. So, okay. Um, who's going to be number 13. Robert Pattinson desperately <laughs> needs a New York City hot dog. Yes. Uh, <sighs> it's such a good video. It is. It's I powerful. I think about it often. Um, shout out to Katie Weber, who's going to be number six. Robert Pattinson has a lot of headlines written about him. Truly. Um, I'll just pick my favorite right here, um, which is send boring people to prison, says Robert Pattinson. Great. Ooh, also, Robert Pattinson's advice to young stars, get therapy, become a serial killer, or kill yourself. Oh my god. (laughs) <laughs> and just a just an honorable mention for number two of yeah. Robert Pattinson taking down Matt Lauer. Oh yeah, because somebody Listen. needed to. Yeah. So that's fair. Okay, I have a fan fiction for you today. Yes, please. Written by the author Paige and Tiger, and it's a spoopy one for you. Um, it's titled Nessie's First Halloween. And I do want you to know that this author, Paige and Tiger's icon on fanfiction.net, is of a horse mid-run, if that needs to tell you anything about this author. Yes. Um, this was written on October 16th, 2015. The description goes a little like this. It's Renesmee's first Halloween, so of course she's going to get the full experience. Join the Colons as they host a Halloween party, play dead man, go pumpkin chucking, and of course, trick or treat. Could you, um, what the fuck is pumpkin chucking? Real quick, though. Mm, I hate it. Whatever it is. I don't understand it and i'm so i'm confused by the look and i'm also scared by the look a little um this is from chapter one um i will say that i'm i'm reading this and i should get some sort of brownie points because there's so much dialogue in this but the whole fan fiction looks like one really really long paragraph great (laughs) so i love that all right With resigned sighs, they all got up and went out to the cars. Fifteen minutes later, everyone was in Halloween Supplies R Us. Renesmee tugged on Alice's sleeve. Auntie Alice, I want to show Mama and Daddy and Jakey their costumes. Alice nodded. Go ahead, Nessie, she said. I'll take care of the rest of you. She beamed at Emmett, Rosalie, Carlisle, Esme, and Jasper, all of whom were nervously fidgeting. Renesmee smiled. Jakey, you're first, she said, dragging the werewolf to the back of the store. She then presented Jacob with a Dracula costume, plastic fangs and all. Jacob grinned, flashing a sly look at Edward and Bella. I love it, Nessie, he said. Renesmee squealed with delight. Now you, Daddy. Edward was soon holding up a werewolf suit with a snarling furry mask. Very nice, Ness, he said, lifting the little girl up and spinning her through the air. Nessie giggled as she set her as he set her back down on her feet. Your turn, Mama. Renesmee grabbed her mother's hand and led her to an aisle at the front of the store. Belle laughed when Nessie handed her a black cat costume, including a long black tail. It's perfect, Renesmee, Bella said, hugging her daughter. When they met up with the rest of the family, only Alice was smiling. Everyone else was scowling, glaring at the pixie-like vampire with contempt. And scene. Who, mama? That's, um, that's what I call literature, folks. That's it. Well, 
It's something. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. What are you going to be for Halloween? Have we talked about this? I don't know. Cody. I'm sorry. You had one job. And it was to figure out what your alignment was from last week. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. And your Halloween costume. Shit. Well, Well, maybe next week I'll have answers for you. All right. Probably not. Wouldn't count on it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, one thing I can count on is that when you're in Forks, you should. Ooh. Get bit. (laughs) And get whipped. (laughs) Ow! This is an Earbud Media production. You can find us on Twitter at Earbud Media and listen to the rest of our shows. You can find this show on Twitter at Into the Twilight, as well as Into the Twilight.show. You can send us an email at Into the Twilight Show at gmail.com. You can also become a sponsor of the show or buy some merch at Into the Twilight.bigcartel.com. Our art is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at Your Ghost Toast 44 on Instagram, and our music is done by Eli Krause, you can find at Eli Sauerkraus and Krausefilms.com. The intro and outro is by KB Smith, you can find it kb underscore underscore smith on twitter you can find ali on twitter at into wild places and you can find me at dyke discourse you've been listening to earbud media production earbud media audio for everyone